This is a 98FM podcast. The couple found huddled together on their bedroom floor in a senior citizens complex in Dublin yesterday died from hypothermia. They died from the cold and not carbon monoxide poisoning I was, was first thought. Now John Glennon, I mean they weren't that old. John Glennon was in his, his late 60s and his partner Debbie McAvoy was in her early 60s. They died just up the road from us here in Stony Batter. Now, they could have been there since Saturday when temperatures dropped to minus two degrees, just just a bit lower than minus two. Now, as we know at the moment, uh, the elderly have come under attack in the recent budget with fuel allowances being cut, personal alarms being cut and our elderly being put in a very vulnerable situation. But... I suppose I want your reaction to this tragic story. A couple dying in senior citizen complex, in a senior citizen's complex because of the cold. What do you think of it? 1850-22-98-98. Give me a call on that or text me. The text line, uh, the number is 53981. Anne, you're on 98 FM. Uh, your reaction, Anne, to this? Hi, John. Uh, happy new year. You too. Um, I think it's very, very sad. Um... I spoke to you a couple of years back about a neighbour of mine, I live in Drimna. Right. And uh, he was a man that kept very much to himself. A lovely man, but was a very, very private person. And um, unfortunately, nobody, what what basically drew the neighbour's attention was that the male was raising very high in the hall. He had his last hall door. Mm. And uh, there was, we knew of no family living here. There was family in England, but he was that much of a private person. Nobody knew anything about him, but unfortunately, he was three weeks dead in the house. So he'd been, he'd li- now, I mean, these kind of things happen. Elderly live alone, and sometimes they lose touch with people. But um, th- this couple were well known, especially John Glennon. Um, they were living in a flat complex. Uh, they had electric heating. But they died of the cold. Now, it was it was below freezing, but do you think people and people who are getting on in, in, in years, Anne, are f- afraid to turn on their heating because of the cutbacks that have happened? Is it because people don't call in or is it just fear that old elderly people have that they won't be able to pay their bills? I think it's a fear that they can't pay their bills. It really is. It's a fear, like, if I switch on one thing, I turn off something else. I mean, it was only a couple of a week or two ago. I was reading a little bit in the paper. I was actually reading it tonight in the Herald, and this is on the seventh of news, and they said it was hypothermia. God love them. But um, it's that food on the table or heat. You know, the choice of two now. So you're either going to go hungry and be cold, or be warm and go hungry. And the government really has a hell of a hell of a lot to answer for. They really, really have because only for the elderly. And as you said there, that couple weren't that elderly. You know, I mean, well, I mean, my 50s and about 51 now, but like, I mean, it could be me. But like, she was only 54, the lady, and the gentleman was already got 62, 63, or whatever. Well, there's, there's different reports. Somebody say, some are saying that John Glennon was 68 and his partner, Debbie McAvoy, was 64. I, I'm not sure exactly of their ages, but. Yes, yeah. Um, he was he was middle t- to late 60s, but his partner was. was well, according to the Herald tonight, they said he was a very light character and they called him Elvis. He was up singing at parties and. Like he was an outgoing man, you know. To die of hypothermia seems like something that would happen in Russia. Now I know there can be people can have health problems and this can happen, but it seems just like something from a Dickens novel that a couple will be found. I mean, it is so tragic, and and my sympathies go out to their families as well. But it's so tragic that a couple are found huddled together, 
dying from the cold it's it's really upsetting and the least it's very upsetting and at the worst it seems shameful um, that this can be happening in 2013 in the first yeah, second week really of January I mean, we're the third world now at this moment in time I'm sorry to say but we are really we're everything I mean from young people with young children you know trying to go to crash the whole lot and it's you know, even a neighbour of mine, God love her, like she only wanted a lad and the preschool, it's either go into pennies and buy a few new clothes for him or play for the preschool. You know, it's it's there's just so much pressure and and stress on people now that like it's it's really, really hard to make ends meet and maybe God love them, they were thinking, Okay, turn our heating off and we'll be okay for a couple of days, not realising the temperature was going to drop so quick as they did. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we were lucky over the Christmas, it was sort of mildish, and now all of a sudden it's hit us. Even myself, I was going, oh, jeez, I better put cardigan on. You know, like it's hitting us so quick, the cold, that maybe God loved them. They thought, well, we'll leave it off for a day or two. Or maybe, maybe, because I mean, I use my gas now at the moment, John. I pay as I go. I have a meter. Now, I and I, I've seen an awful lot of ads for that. It was something, I don't know whether yes, it's payit.ie. Yes. Is, is that it? And I've seen, you know, there's, yes. there's a, um, the mm-hmm. ad features a woman and it's, she seems like a single mother, but she's cycling on a bike and all this kind of stuff, trying to get energy yes. going. But where you can pay for electricity. Well, I, I tell you now what happened to me, Joan. I won't keep you long. It's, um, my mother passed away there in April. That's right. And between our pension and my carer's allowance, the house went down €344 Euro a week. Okay which is a lot of money of course to be is, down, yeah. all right? And the gas bills were coming in, and I couldn't keep up with the high gas bills. I honestly couldn't keep up with them. But you need a heating at the same time. Yeah. And I rang the gas company, and they were very, very nice about it, and they said, OK, if you'd like a meter, we'll put it on the side of the house. So it's like just a little credit card. You go down to the post office, or any the pay zone, and you can get no less than €10, Euro, but you can go from 10 up to, say, 100 if you want to. OK, and, and how long would €10 Euro last, uh, kind of a um, normal well, house? Roughly, I'd use about maybe seven or eight euro a day. But that's on say from around ten in the morning well half nine, ten to around eleven at night. Mm. And that's water and heating, you know, the type of cooking like, and all do you cook with Well you've an idea and then you've no bail coming in the door. Now, like there is electricity cards two pages ago. They God love them, Lord be good to them. They could have been maybe pay as you go and didn't have the money to top up. Uh, it could have been now it's been established as well that they didn't um, <clears throat> that the couple who died they hadn't eaten much for the last few days before they died but had they, they, they had a drink in them as well but I mean Jeannie Mac who wouldn't if, if, if you're not eating do you know what I mean I know exactly you um, know, now the fuel allowance took a bang in, in the last budget Anne uh, fuel allowance uh, be, has been yeah. cut back by six weeks so you only get it for a certain amount of weeks so six weeks you know uh, because the government, I suppose, and I'm being sarcastic here by saying it, you know, they, they reckon that the, the, the other six weeks that, that they've taken the fuel allowance away, that it's going to be hot. Um, but, I mean, they also were, and they had to row back on the personal safety alarms. Is it that elderly are just being kicked to the curb in society now, or am I being, am I, am I generalising, do you think? No, they are being kicked to the curb. They really are. Like, they're just, they're taking everything and anything away from them. And Jesus help them. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have what we have today. You know, we don't have a lot, but what we do have, we wouldn't have only for the older people. Mm-hmm. And we've got them to thank for it. And even there last week, 150 uh, per item on a medical cart. I mean, that's the Ike, John. You know what I mean? You look at a person, if they've got to get the warp and tablets or whatever, it's just five or six items on a prescription. That's 150 per item. You know, it went from 50 cents to 
cents. That's right. So everything is just and and it absolutely it all adds up. All right. Listen, Anne, and and good talking to you. Look you after yourself. Too, okay. God bless. Take care. Thanks bye a lot. Bye 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 bye. Okay, we're talking about it's just emerged that the couple. Uh, found huddled together on their bedroom floor in a senior citizens complex uh, complex in Dublin yesterday that they died from the cold and they didn't die from carbon monoxide um, that was first thought or a gas leak they actually died from the cold they could have been there since Saturday when, when the temperatures dropped to just below minus two uh, it is. It's a. It's a terribly tragic story. John Glennon and Debbie McAvoy, who are a coven, uh, who are a, a couple, that they 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 died of the cold in Stony Matter down the road, in the midst of a bustling and a very busy um, old people's complex. But what I'm asking you is, with all the cutbacks, do you think that the elderly are being kicked? to the curb or do you think this is just a tragic case 1850-22-9898 give me a call on that or text me on 53981 hello John how are you doing you're welcome to the show hello John not too bad not too bad um, if, we, if we don't starve to death we'll freeze to death in this country with all the cutbacks do you really believe that John oh, do you I think... do believe I have to get a prescription now this week it used to cost me 3 euro now it's going to cost me 9 euro 50 that's an extra six euro of to pay for the prescription. Now, I've worked most of my life. I'm the same age as them two people that died. Well, they're a couple of years younger. I'm only 60. Mm. And it is bloody cold out there. Now, when the government ministers are sitting down, they cut, cut, cut. All the, I won't say old people, all the people on low pay. Cut their advisors. Cut their own wages when they're sitting there with their safes full of money. Does it make you angry that... Angry? It makes me blood boil. God's help them too. If they didn't freeze it, then they starved to death. Well, they hadn't eaten in the... They hadn't eaten a lot in the... Oh, in the yeah. Well, how could they eat in this country the money we get? Is it... Is there... Because I know myself... Um, my dad passed away a couple of months ago, but I know my mum, and I know as you, as you do go on in years that you become more nervous. You're not as confident as you used to be. So you will you will cut back on heating. You will cut back well, on, yeah. on food, especially if you're, did, living on, if you're living on your own. So you are in jeopardy as it is. You are in a vulnerable position as it is. And I think cutting fuel allowances, cutting that alarm, that personal safety alarm, there's there's other things being cut oh, as well. Is it? They, they put up the price of bread and, and, and things. They don't realise a, a two or three pound or four pound a week of uh, uh, money is it's colossal. Colossal. Um, do you think this will make any difference that this... Co- <laughs> You're joking. All the ministers are probably in uh, Miami playing golf. They, they don't care. Who wants it on a big fat wage. At the, well, I hope they all sat down and let that Christmas dinner in peace. Let me tell you. Is there a lot but, to be said as well, though, John, about neighbours? And, and do we do we look after each other we do. at all. The, 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 the Irish people are the generous, most generous uh, people in, uh, in the world here. Oh, I'm, I'm a neighbour next door to me now and I send in his, his, his Sunday dinner to him. Do you? Now he gets his dinner all the week and I get me Sunday dinner. Now not many people know that. And the only reason he goes out if he doesn't go to the chapel he goes over to the pub it's not for drink and it's not to pray it's for a bit of heat. So would that, he? That's it, when you get all these people sitting in pubs and they're all elderly. They're not there for the love of drink or that. Night. They're only there for a bit of heat and conversation. That's all. Because there's nothing here. They haven't got bars to be in their workplace like the dial. 
So what should what should we do for our elderly then, John? If I mean this is a tragic case, and as I said, if you want to get in on this, eighteen fifty twenty two ninety eight ninety eight or text me at five three ninety five three ninety eight one. Sorry, is a text number. John Glennon and Debbie McAvoy uh, were found huddled together on their bedroom floor in a senior citizens complex. It has just emerged at about seven o'clock this evening that they actually died from hypothermia from the cold, which is it is now. I know in in twenty ten there was a mother or two. Um, Rachel Pivoy, she died of hypothermia in a council flat in Ballymun as well. Uh, the chap down in Bray. That's right. That is chap right. Chap in Bray, just out over the Christmas. God, God bless him. Um, uh, it's just unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Do you do you think that it is a very rare event, and do you think that more old people are going to suffer now, John? Well, the, the, this is only the people we have found you, and it's the, the cold weather's not finished by far. These are only people we have found. What about the people that are still lying there, probably dead? We haven't found them yet. And these are the people that live in a built-up area in Dublin city centre. Now, Phil Hogan has rode back on the personal alarms because there was murder going on because he decided ah, only yeah. to give them to one person who was living alone, not an elderly couple living together. Um, and he's after rowing back on that. Can they? Will they roll back on the fuel allowance or do you just think the damage is done the, now? The, the damage is done. The, damage, the, the, the Labour Party is going down the same path. They're going down the same path as that uh, Green Party. Wait till the next election. He's waiting the next election with that Labour Party. They're going down the same path as the Green Party. And for that software, a righty that was crying on the television, putting up the medical card, he was sobbing on the telly. The big fat, I won't course, I won't course on the radio. He was crying on the telly and he's putting up the prescriptions. The size of him. I know, I know. All right, listen, John. Driving around in his Mercedes. Oh, there you Cut go. back on that Mercedes and the voices in the government buildings and give a more money to the people that need it. Okay, listen, John, look after... God bless you, John. Look after yourself. Talk to you. Well, bye. God bless you. Bye, bye, bye. I'm going to now go to bed. All right, love. God bless. Bye-bye. 53981 is the text number 185022. Do you think that elderly people are worrying about their bills, their heating bills, their food bills? As we know, there are um, 250,000 people going hungry in Ireland, and we reported on this uh, back before Christmas, but tonight, the couple who were found dead in Stony Batter, they weren't elderly in the great scheme of things. They were in their 60s. Um, they died of the cold. They died of the cold and and uh, it's also been revealed that they hadn't eaten much in the previous couple of days. So is this... What do you make of this story? A couple dying in senior citizens' uh, complex because of the cold. Is it the way Irish society has gone and are we kicking um, elderly to the curb, do you think, in Ireland? 1850-22-9898 or text me on 53981. I'm joined now by Eamon Timmons from Age Action Ireland. Eamon, thanks a million for joining me. How are you doing? Good evening, John. Um, this is absolutely tragic, this case. That's, it's very, very sad. And, you know, I mean, I suppose our, our condolences go out to John Lennon and Debbie McAvoy's families. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a desperately sad way to die. Um, I think what it highlights, though, for us is that, you know, to get the message out to people that, 
you know, the cold can kill and does kill in Ireland. And while um, John and, and, and Debbie um, are two people, we know that the excess winter death rate in Ireland, which every year rises for the winter, um, by between 1,500 and 2,000 people. Now, most of those are older people. They're not dying of heart, they're not dying of hypothermia. Most of them are dying from heart attack, stroke, and respiratory illness, cold-related illnesses. And we know, I suppose, from all the medical research, that once the temperature in a, in a, in a room drops below 16 degrees in the room you're living in, and there's an increased risk of respiratory illness. Once it falls below 12 degrees, and this is the critical point, okay. blood, the blood begins to thicken and there's an increased risk of heart attack and stroke. So it is desperately sad what, 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 what's come to light in, in Tony Batter and um, our thoughts about their families. Absolutely. Now, I mean, and I know I've, I've put it out here and asked for people's reaction. Um, and you were saying, good Lord, that the cold could kill between 1,500 and 2,000 elderly people per year with cold-related illnesses. Are older people, Eamon, worrying about their bills since the fuel allowance has, uh, fuel allowance has, been, has been cut back? Because older people, you know, I know older people myself, and they take things very much to heart and they worry about not being able to pay their bills. I think, uh, you know, we all we all need to heat our homes in the winter, but heat is a much bigger issue for older people than it is for other sections of society. And the people, I suppose, we're most worried about, it's not every older person is going to be struggling to heat their home or be at risk of what they call fuel poverty and able to heat their home. But the people we're worrying about are people living alone, people on very low incomes, people living in older housing stock, which is poorly insulated. So any, mm. any energy they do buy is not staying in the house as long. One of the one in five people who struggle to heat their homes has a disability or an illness which forces them, which restricts their movements around the house. So really what we're trying to do is we're trying to get out the, a couple of messages to people in the wake of this tra- this tragedy uh, this week. I mean, one, we're saying to the general population, listeners out there this evening, to keep an eye, call into your older neighbour friends, make sure they're okay, particularly now this forecast of frost. We've had a, some frost this morning and this forecast of further frost possibility of snow later in the week. Um, to call into them to make sure they're okay, they have enough food, fuel, medication. Certainly we wouldn't be advising older people to go out if there is frost tomorrow morning, but if there is a thaw to get out and stock up and to make sure they're going to they're going to have enough in in case the weather does change. There are other things they can do in order to try and keep themselves well and warm mm. within a tight budget. And so certainly we'll be urging people to dress correctly. So wear multiple layers of thin clothing rather than one thick jumper. Um, remain active in the house. Um, so move around in the house. I mean, I mean, if even if it means don't sit in the one spot all day, even if that means splitting up your hovering and your cleaning between morning and afternoon, do a bit in the morning, a bit in the afternoon. Um, very important to eat. Many older people tell us, you know, they'll, they'll get, get by by cutting back on food and paying for the fuel instead. That's a very, very dangerous strategy because food is as important as fuel um, to stay well and warm. And so at least have a, at least one hot, nutritious meal in the day. Even keep sipping on hot drinks if you feel yourself getting cold. And it's desperately important that people remain in telephone contact with their neighbours and their friends. Even older people who are housebound, they can play a key role by keeping in contact with other housebound people, letting everybody know they're well and also checking on each other. Eamon, are, are people, are the elderly very worried about what has been coming down the line uh, between their personal alarm has been cut back. I know that's that's been that's been reversed now, but fuel allowance been cut. Are are people genuinely worried? Yeah, and I think that it's the sickest and the poorest who are very, very worried. I mean, I think one of the sneakiest things they did in the budget in December was the tr- um, th- a threefold increase in the prescription charge. Now, that only hit medical card patients. It's only the poorest of people, and it's only the sickest of them. People with medical cards who wouldn't that ill didn't, who won't pay the price. I was talking to a man the other day, and he got his first prescription in the new year, and it's an extra 13 euro. Um, now, that is a huge cost to put on someone who doesn't have a choice. It's not an option not to take the medication. Uh, it's for people on very, very uh, set incomes. Heat and 
energy are huge issues for us. Um, you know, they're, they're, it is very, very difficult for people. And I think one of the things we've always been saying is that, look, older people's needs are not more important than anyone else's. But in some cases, they're different. And I suppose energy and heat is one of the big differences Absolutely. between us and other people. For example, you and I, are, you know, you're sitting in a studio paid for by someone else. I, I work all day in a, in, a, in a room heated by somebody else. Many older people are in the house 24-7. Uh, and the, the heat they have, they have to pay for themselves. So they have a much greater energy need than the rest of us. All right, uh, right for now. Eamon Timmons, listen, thanks a million uh, from Age Action Ireland. Thanks a million for joining me. Thanks, John. Thanks, Eamon. Okay. 53981, the tax number, or 1850-229898. The couple, it has just emerged this evening, the couple found huddled together on their bedroom floor in a senior citizen's complex in Dublin yesterday in Stony Batter, died from the cold. They hadn't eaten much either for the pre- previous couple of days. Are we kicking our elderly to the curb is what I'm asking you. Um, they can't seem to afford to pay for fuel, for medical cards and for food. So are we kicking them to the curb? And your reaction, please. 1850-22-9898 or text me at 53981. Tommy, how are you doing? Joan, how are you? How's things? I'm good, thank you. Um, your reaction to this? John, uh, John, I'm sick, to be honest. And, and to be honest, I want to commend John and uh, John and, and, and what he said there in, in the last few minutes. Um the government has an awful lot to do with it. It's not we aren't kicking the, 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 these elderly people to the to the curb. It's, it's the government. Um, they have uh, Labour, especially Labour, have sold us down the river. I'm not affiliated to any party at all. Okay. I, I voted Labour on the last election, and what John said is correct. The, the, the Green Party came to power, and you know they turned into lapdogs. And Labour have gone down that road. Labour were voted to try and to try and, 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 and control what Fianna Gael were going to do or whatever, but it's just sick what has happened to these these two people, and there's going to be more of it. Um, it's not... The elderly people, someone elderly people can't eat. Families can't eat even properly. So it's 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 going to be more of the same down the line, and it's just sick what's going well, on. What, what I suppose what I'm shocked at, after talking to Damon Timmons from Age Action Ireland, he said between 1,500 and 2,000 old people die from cold related illnesses because once it drops below 12 degrees your blood thickens and you either have a stroke or a heart attack and you die but it's never reported that you've died from the cold but the government have to know that they have to know that and they've still cut back on fuel Yeah, their fuel well, allowance has gone down surely surely in any kind of a civilised society you look after your elderly or, or could, could, do we blame this I don't know can we blame each other on this that we don't look after our elderly we don't check how, how they're doing we don't drop in enough I don't know I, I, to be honest I think it's, it's, it's the fuel allowance you know was left as it was and it's pretty tight as it is um, it would help a bit better I've, I've walked in, in, in elderly people's houses mm. and I've seen them actually sitting with duvets around them or whatever and not putting the heat on because they can't afford to put the heating on. And the fear and as well the fear that they won't be able to pay their bills. Stay there for a second Tommy I want to bring in Gabriella on this. Gabriella how are you doing? Hi how are you? I'm very good I'm, thanks I, I was just saying to your spokesperson Keith there you know I didn't go to see Les Mis Joan. okay I mean this is like Les Mis Irish style 2013 right. okay yeah that's exactly the same thing only as you said tonight it's like a Charles Dickens novel and they, I totally agree with the spokesperson, Age Action Ireland. It's just vicious what the government have done to the elderly. The poor, the aged, the infirmed are being attacked again and again in our society. I mean, no civilised society in the Western Hemisphere would put up with this, quite frankly. I mean, most people would look after their elderly. That was the Oriental countries of the world. They would take care of their elderly. And yet, yet, yet Fine Gael has cut back, and systematically have cut back on every allowance possible 
for the most vulnerable. They in the have, and, and as John said, you know, his 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 prescription has gone up from three euro to nine fifty. Which is my one too, John. I have a disability, and I'm paying through the nose, and I'm watching these Senegal government ministers labour too. Senegal have all the same with their fat cat salaries, with their fat cat cars, and we are doing nothing about, it, and we are. We do the Irish are just so weak, quite frankly. I'm I wonder, though, and I'm not putting this out to everybody, but it is a question we can ask as well. I wonder, have the government, um, you know, and Tommy, you can come back in on this as well, have the government hit the elderly because there is nobody? So, in other words, there, yeah. there, there's, there's no one to stand up for them, and that includes you and me, and we will accept it where we won't. We'll accept it for them, but we won't accept it for ourselves. I absolutely agree, yes. They're, they're, they have to... They are told. They are told by Troika, who I firmly believe, have have ordered this government to hit the elderly, the most vulnerable of our society, quite frankly. And they're doing this in order to protect the Crow Park Agreement. And they're doing this to protect their own fat cap salaries and their pensions. Tommy, do you agree with that? That that we should be standing up for the elderly as well, and so much as uh, you know, when they said, right, your fuel allowance being cut by this, your phone allowance, you probably will have to pay for your. Um, your TV license. Oh, and uh, should we have stood up and said no? They are our elderly. No, I think it's 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 what we're doing at present. We're we're not standing up against this. You know, you're getting a few thousand going in and, and, and outside government buildings and, and and complaining and moaning, and and people are suffering. And this doesn't need to start with town. There's more of these cuts to come over the next two or three years to try and pay back. The banks should have been let go. In my opinion, they should have been let go. And you know. Sorry, the, that, the billions we paid for the banks and now they have their control back it's just sick what's going on and their mothers are fathers who are going to suffer you know and, and it's not right Robbie you're on you're on 98FM how are you doing? Hi how are you doing? I'm good thanks uh, do you think we are completely mistreating our elderly we're talking about by the way sorry just Robbie just hang on for one sec the, the, the two old people who died of hypothermia now they weren't elderly elderly they were in their 60s a couple who died of hypothermia in their flat in, in Dublin. Uh, what do you make of it? I have to say, absolutely disgusted at it. Um, a shock. Mm. But, you know, now, to, to first of all, my name is Rodney. Sorry, Rodney, okay. No, you're grand, you're grand. Um, you know, I, I was shocked because, to be honest with you, um, myself and a friend of mine set up a charity there just over a year ago okay. to to try and help people like this and people who are finding it tough in these um, times. And to hear something like this is just... I know I know it gets to Paul, my friend, and it gets to, to myself. Um, because we, we're trying to reach out there to let people know that we're there to help. The Community Care Foundation is there to help. And that's the name um, of your charity. Why did, you f- why, why did you feel it's called the, the Community Care Foundation? Why did you feel, Rodney, that you wanted to do this? Well... Basically, it was because of, like, your radio show and other radio shows that's out there that you're hearing cries for help every day. And we heard this particular radio show going back over 12 months ago. Mm. And it was about people who were really struggling, no electricity, no heating, no nothing. And myself and my friends, we decided we'd put 50 euro together and try and donate it to somebody. Mm. Um, and then we actually asked all the people we worked with. It ended up that we raised quite a good bit of money we raised I think it was close to an 83 grand wow. and we, we had to get out so we donated that to charities to help people out so then we said I wonder can we get this done ourselves Right. so we actually went about trying to organise setting up our own charity and we did that and what we 
done was we used the resources that that we work with, um, and we got all our musicians that, that sing for us. Um, I work for an undertaker in in Dublin. Okay. And we used the resources that we have there, all the singers that sing professionally for us, and musicians, and we all got together and we started um, a choir going, and we sang in local churches in the area. Right. Local parish communities. Yeah. And the money from which goes to the communities. And that's now, how you that's how you fundraise. That's how we fundraise. Yeah. Wow. That's how we, we actually just had three sellout concerts there um, at Christmas. Yeah. Um, in in Tala area and that, but um, we like I know that parish of the Ockham Street parish there where that poor couple would have um, came from. You know, we we um, we actually are close tied to the to the priests in that parish as well, and. You know, a lot of priests know that we're out there helping people, like, because we deal so closely with parish churches and mm-hmm. priests. Mm-hmm. That's what we're out there. So, like, we would like to urge people in local communities to to contact us in some way or form to try and help people like this. Because there is people in the communities that know that people are suffering and they're going through a hard time. Do no. we do we not reach out as a society, uh, Rodney? Have we become that we just look after ourselves and and don't reach I out think, at all? Well, I think you know. I'm glad you asked that because I think this day and age, people, everybody is hurting, you know, in some shape or form, and um, with all this recession going on, and everybody is fighting to keep what they have and try to get that little bit more if they possibly can, and. You know, you can't blame people for doing that and they're not worried about next door or so-and-so or so-and-so. They're, they're just trying to hold on to what they have and, and keep themselves afloat. You know what I mean? But that's why we would hope ourselves and, and especially the people that work with us and sing with us, they're out there. They're trying to help and find these people. Like, even we're working with local schools now and, and they can see they can see the effect that this recession is having on people, you know. Um, well, it is, well, I mean, there's, there's over 250,000 people um, are suffering from food poverty, and I would imagine if yeah. you're suffering from food poverty, you're possibly suffering, if not uh, probably suffering from, from uh, fuel poverty as yeah. well. Do, are you shocked when you heard, I don't know if you heard a- Eamon Timmons from Age Action Ireland, and he said up to 2,000 elderly die from cold related yeah. illnesses every year. Now, the government, if Age Action Ireland can tell me that, you're, you're, you're darn sure the government know that. Is it a disgrace they and that do. they've cut back on their fuel allowance? Absolutely. Absolutely a disgrace. You know, like, apparently, like the fuel allowance, you see, like, they're cut back on the fuel allowance. As far as I know, they're getting cut back on their electricity allowance as well. Yeah. Um, they're getting um, the, the medical card, I think, they used to pay €1.50 for each item now. You know, all all these things all add up. You know what I mean? Like it mightn't seem much to like one big lump, but when you when you put it all together, I know it when makes you put an awful lot of like that could add up to forty or thirty forty euro per week of one old age pensioner's pocket. That's a lot of money. Is it up to us then? And I'm I'm not doing the broad us, but is it, is it up to every individual to if there are old people living? next to us and I know you said everybody is hurting and we're trying to look after what we have is it a, is it a terrible indictment on Irish society that we are not looking after older people as well well you know like I think everybody out there that can do their best for society are doing their best you know that's that's being honest with you like I, I've seen people out there and 
that wouldn't be associated with charities or anything like that, but they, they would come around and say, look, um, I want to, to help so-and-so and so-and-so out, you know. You know, we're just neighbours that I'd know um, in my area, and they'd be helping someone out. Like, people are trying to do what they possibly can do but it's just, to help it's, one it's, another out. It's just it's a terrible situation. Well, look, uh, Robbie, well done, and um, your charity is called the Community Care Foundation. Well done, OK? Yeah, listen, thanks a million. All right, um, thanks. Thanks, Robbie. All right, thank you. Thanks, thanks, Robbie. Bye, bye, bye. 53981 is the text number, 1850 9898. After it emerged just a couple of hours ago that the two two people, the the couple found dead in Stony Batter yesterday, died from the cold. They died from hypothermia. Do you believe that we are kicking our elderly to the curb? Do you think we don't care about them anymore? There's been cuts on fuel allowance, there's been cuts on uh, food has gone up there's a juggling act gone up uh, do you believe that this is just the way it is and what do you think about this tragic situation 1850, 22, 98, 98 Garoge, you're welcome, how are you doing? Extremely angry John and, and, and it's just an unbelievable situation in this country that, that is so wealthy and I, this country is not broke the money hasn't vanished, I've said it many many times mm. and, and before on several public meetings I was at the household charge meeting there on Saturday. There's a mood, and there's a huge attack now on the trade union movement because they're the defenders of the working people. And I mean working people, I mean, I don't mean you have to be employed. Of all working class people, elderly, disability, whoever, of, of society, and they're standing and they're allowing all this to happen. And this country is far from broke. The money didn't just vanish out of this country. And to, 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 like, I'm just sick to the stomach of what I actually think of those unfortunate elderly couple went through I mean there's a lot of people saying oh maybe there's a question mark over how they died the the thing is that they died from hypothermia like it it doesn't matter that maybe they took a drink maybe they hadn't eaten very well they still died from hypothermia now in 2013 in Dublin that is it is it is appalling to say the least I don't even have a word from it it is it is horrendous Um, horrendous How, how Annie TD can walk into Nelson House tomorrow and not physically remove that government from power. I tell you, they wouldn't be sitting on those benches tomorrow if I was a TD in Nelson House. Because I, I watched them on the Rector's report and they think of the circus in there and they laugh and joke with each other across the chamber and somebody makes some snide remark. You're the second person that said that to me in two days, actually. And it's like, it's like a circus. And they said, it, they think it's funny. There's nothing funny in this country anymore. I say, I know people tonight and have and it's going on now and it's extremely cold tonight I know people that have no heating have no prospect of getting heating for a couple of weeks they've no money to buy heat and these are young couple and I'm sure there's a huge amount of elderly people Well what struck what struck me Garrod even and this isn't even to do with elderly there's an ad running at the moment and it's running on most of the stations and it's an Irish ad and it's it's either heat or or power.ie or something I can't remember what the name of the company is but it's basically a woman and she looks like a single parent and it's where you pay as you go and it's it's running so much that there must be so many people who cannot afford to pay their bills that they're only putting on heating when they have a few bob which is I mean it's it's awful. Am I being naive here, five three ninety eight one, but it is absolutely dreadful. But the, the whole thing about pay as you go, I mean, the thing is if you haven't got the money you've no heating. And if you think what what this government has done, like the amount of the attack on the ordinary people of this country is on the it's a sustained assault on ordinary people. I was just no pension there today and if this property tax comes in and the way they're gonna do and John Borden introducing or proposing how they're gonna take our social welfare like, that's two weeks' pension 
a year that the pensions are going to lose. Mm. And you're talking about that type of couple there today. The power, and I, I made this point before about the ESB, the gas, the, the fuel. When, they, when the government introduced and they've increased this again, the carbon tax, we have no alternative and we have to use the gas, we have to use the oil, and we do use smokeless fuel. And what did the government do? They put carbon tax on it. And we've no alternative. It's not like you can turn around and say, well, we can use wind power because we don't have it. Because we don't so have it. So the government yet. can do whatever they want in this country. They break every law, they break, they've broken every promise, they've lied to the people, they betrayed this country. What about Labour and the unions, uh, Garoge? The, the Labour and the union, um, I made, um, the last three meetings I've been at, and twice I've, I've got motions passed to withdraw, for people to withdraw the membership from the trade union movement and to call for the immediate re- resignation of David Begg and Jack O'Connor, for the immediate re- re- resignation of both of them. And to hear David Begg make a statement there last week that we cannot go on strike because of political decisions, what the hell does he want to go on strike for? I mean, his members, and not only his members, he has a moral duty and, and from, from what the trade union movement was founded on to protect every single citizen in this country that's being downtrodden. And he can sit there and negotiate. There's no negotiating on what's going on in this country at the moment. And the people are being threatened day in, day out. And they're being forced into extreme, extreme poverty. It's like going back into the 1930s. It's, and it's, they say, I deal with people in my community. And it's horrendous. And they, the sooner the better David Begg and Jack O'Connor get out of this country. And I would once again call on the people of this country to withdraw their union fees. There was, right. a proposal, there was a proposal there that to stop the, the, the dues being paid to the, the, the contribution of your union dues being paid to the Labour Party. That's fair enough. But Jack O'Connor and David Baker still get the massive lump sums that they're getting right, and the wages every week. Okay, listen, good talking to you. Okay, thanks a million. 53981. Okay. Thank, Thank you. Thanks, Groach. 53981 is the text number. Give me a call. 1850-22-9898. We're talking about the couple who died from the cold over the weekend. They weren't, you know, they were in a senior citizen's complex in Stony Batter, but they weren't that old. They were in their 60s. John Glennon and his partner, Debbie McAvoy. It was thought that they died maybe of a gas leak. Then it was thought of carbon monoxide. It turned out this evening at seven o'clock that they died from hypothermia. They died of the cold. I'm asking you, are we kicking especially our senior citizens to the curb. Their fuel allowance has been cut back and they've had to pay extra on their medical card. What do you think? 1850, 22, 98, 98. Um, Siobhan, how are you doing? I'm good, Joan. How are you? I'm very good, thanks. What's your situation, Siobhan? Oh, because it's so sad that these two people have died in 2013, for goodness sake, from hypersamia. It's absolutely so sad, isn't it? Mm, it is horrendous, so, yeah. so sad. It's horrendous. It's absolutely I think this recession is killing everybody. I know my own situation. Like, I'm a lone parent with three kids. I'm like thousands upon thousands of other people in this country. And even I am struggling to heat my home, you know? Mm-hmm. I know, um, look, I have a gas cap, and I know that I'm paying more for my gas. But at least I know that I haven't got a big bill coming to me. So How does, really, is, is that a card where you, you top it up and you... I do, yeah. I top it up in the shop and then I, I stick it into the machine outside the house. Even if you're embarrassed doing that, like I look out my door and make sure nobody's coming in out of the house before I stick my gas card in. Isn't that desperate? No. But on a, on a Sunday, like um, I'll cook bulk dinners, like I'll do spag balls and curries and uh, shepherd's pie, that kind of thing, because I know that I can whack them in the oven in the microwave and I know that I can feed my kids throughout the week, because if I run out of gas and I've got no money, then they can't eat. It's as simple as that, you know? Do you say you're paying more for your gas because you're paying for that way? Yeah, I'm actually sure I am. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because, like, I've got 
if I if I just wanted to heat my house normally, like you know, an hour in the morning, a couple of hours in the evening, that kind of thing, I could be I could be sticking forty euro a week, fifty euro a week on that. I just can't afford to do that. So in the in the morning, say like I get up in the morning, I bath my kids every morning before they go to school, so I fill the bath with hot water, I get the yeah. bathroom warm, you yeah. know, by the yeah. time the breakfast is finished then we go up um, and the bathroom is nice and warm and then I'll top it up with the cold, you know. Okay. Then they go to school, I walk around in my dressing gown, it's desperate, and then they come home and they're only in school five minutes away so I stick the heating on as I'm going up so it's warm for them when they come in because kids will not wear jumpers. Yeah, you know, you're yeah. telling them all day long, put a jump on, put a jump on, but they won't. So you have to put your heating on. Of course you have to put your heating on. You're entitled to put your heating on. Is this new to you, Siobhan, this this mm. fuel poverty, or has it, has it been coming down the road for quite a while? I've seen it coming for a long time, but because I, I like when I could see it coming, I didn't have to skimp on other things as much. But now I have to skimp on everything. It, it's just the way it is, you know. And I know there was there was a chap on there earlier on, and we were saying, do we just look after ourselves and, and things like that? I really don't think we do. I think the majority of people in this country, they really do help the people because even going in and outside, in and out of my local dons before Christmas and run up, they have a big um, stocking outside there. And, you know, it's, like, it's a massive plastic stocking, you know. Yeah. And everybody was throwing stuff in there. The, the thing was, with anything and everything that you wanted to donate to SCP. And I'm not embarrassed to say it. I don't care who recognises me on the radio. But I know since maybe August, September, I know I had to get in touch with SCP because I was in a dire situation. And I'm working all year and still I just can't make ends meet. It's not that I can't make ends meet. I just can't cover all of the basics. You know, so, Sh- Siobhan, what do, do, uh, do you tell the do, like do you tell the kids this? Do you tell the kids, look, I can't get you what we used to get, um, and and or what do you say to them? I have to say no to them, and I have to say, look, mummy only has my pennies in her purse, and she has to spend on this, this, and this. You know, and just buy. And it's so small, really. But then you, you don't want to worry your kids, you know. And they do carry them little worries around, you know. They, they really of course they do. do. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. They carry them around, you know. Maybe they, you know, they manifest themselves in their behaviour or, you know, different ways. But you can't say too much to kids. But my kids are used to me saying no. And they've got to the point, John, where they just stop asking because they know that the answer is going to be no. And they're only four, five and six, God love them, you know. But I have to say no to... Um, birthday parties that they've been invited to. Okay. You, you know, yeah, birthday so, parties are very expensive, I know. Yeah, they are very expensive. And I know that I've had parties in the house for my own children, and I've said to the parents, and I've genuinely meant it, look, don't get them anything, please, just a card. And as long as your, your child turns up on the day, my little one is happy. I, w- I would imagine that an awful lot of people with kids actually are not sending them to birthday parties. It would be nice if we maybe stopped doing the, the big, big presents for kids uh, at oh party God, time. Absolutely. Listen, um, Siobhan, my thoughts are with you. I'd look after yourself. I will, I will talk to you soon. You too, All right. Thanks bye, a lot. Bye. 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 And uh, you're on 98 <coughs> FM. Uh, we've lost Anne. Um, we've lost my Anne. Maybe we can get her on a different line. That is a... Uh, that is a dreadful situation Siobhan is in. Johnny Max, she can't let her kids... And I'm, look, you know, my, my fella gets... Uh, my kids, a six-year-old especially, gets asked to loads of birthday parties because it's just at that age and the, the kids have little parties. But you feel, obviously, 
you know, that you have to buy a child a present. So she's stopping her children going to birthday parties because she can't afford to buy other kids' presents. Um, are you in the same situation? How do you cope with it? 53981, but we're uh, mainly talking about uh, John and John Glennon and Debbie McAvoy, who were found dead in the senior citizens complex in Dublin yesterday. It has transpired since seven o'clock this evening that they died from the cold and not carbon monoxide poisoning or a gas leak. They died from hypothermia. Is that um, is that a desperate indictment of Irish society? Do you think we're kicking and the government are kicking old people to the curb? Whose fault is it? Is it just one of those tragedies or is it, a, you know, a tragedy waiting to happen? As Eamon Tibbins, who was on earlier on from Age Action Ireland, said up to 2,000, between 1,500 and 2,000 uh, elderly people die from cold related illness. In other words, uh, it gets below 12 degrees, their blood thickens and they have a stroke and that is the end of them. Uh, fair play to Siobhan for doing her best. Times are tough, but she sounds lovely. Uh, chin up, cheers, uh, says Will. Yes, she does, but she also sounds as if she's in uh, desperate need as well. Three children. Um, Hiya, Joan. Rest in peace. The husband and wife the government is to blame for this cutting um, back on services that help them uh, like home help with someone to talk to says Paul in Rahini You've been listening to a 98FM podcast Download more at 98FM.com